When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Record Celtic Podcast. My name is Daniel Kaur and I'm delighted to be joined uh, via the miracle of Californics by Record Sports' uh, Michael Garin. Mick, you, you're not, um, you've head off, headed off for sunnier climbs, I understand. Well, not that sunny, unfortunately. It's slightly <laughs> overcast in the summer of Spain uh, near Alicante. Um, it's the same uh, in Scotland for the whole Euros. On a kind of spying trip to keep an eye on uh, Odell Glimt ahead of the Europa Conference uh, League game next month. Um, so yeah, I had to do a little bit of reconnaissance ahead of the match. <laughs> it sounds like quite a good, good be assignment uh, if you can get it. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. I'm liking. I think I might have. I think I've got spots in the. <laughs> so, Bodo Glimp, they were playing, I think it was Dynamo Kiev, wasn't it? They played Dynamo Kiev this morning, yeah, uh, it was at Um Not a bad game, actually, it's their first match back. This is, um, this, is their, this is Bodo's pre-season, they don't start the league campaign until April. Um, so they've been brought back for pre-season early, um, ahead of the Celtic game, so they're, they're pretty under... It's a bit like a role reversal, because obviously when Celtic play teams from the Scandinavian countries, usually... It's all the way around, usually at mid-season. And Celtic are the ones that are trying to get up for fitness um, at that stage. I think in the games against Rosenberg in recent years have been early uh, for Celtic. So today, uh, 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 I'm kind of fortunate it's, it's, it's Bodo who are trying to catch up. And they're obviously, and there's a few new faces, and there's a few players as well. So it's a one to really. How did, they, how did it look today? I mean, I mean Kiev are always a, a decent outfit. You know, it must have been quite a stern test for them. Obviously, the, the fact that their season doesn't start till April, and, and that, I think that will have a, a kind of effect on the tie. But they'll fancy their chances, Bodo. I mean, hammered Roma in the group stages, we know. Um, and I, they, they won't fear Celtic at all, will they? I wouldn't have thought so. They're not going to beat Roma 6-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is that they have, they have lost um, some players. The fact that Bodo have done so well in the last 18 months, two years, when they won the, the title in Norway two years in a row, came from nowhere, really, to win the title. Um, real surprise story. Uh, when in the first place, and then 
Kind of hypothetically, Vic, make it that you were a, you know, a Celtic scout today. Would you, would you fancy Celtic in the tie? I know I'm putting you in the spot either. I would, purely because they lost, they lost a lot of good players, and it's in early in their season. So I, I think Celtic would be heavy favourites. I think Celtic have got the kind of uh, the players that they, 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 they can win a result. In the Roma game, they only got a result as well. Roma, I think, had a big game. It was into Milan the weekend before they went to Norway. And I think they took, they took the air ball big time. Mm-hmm. And um, set it like a shadow team. All guns blazing. So I think they won't underestimate this team like, like Roma did. That's for sure. Um, but I think Celtic, I think Celtic have got enough to, to get past the, the, two, the, the two legs. And well, I've got you, Mick. Um, huge win for Celtic at Tynecastle. I had the feel of a game that could be defining coming into the season. Again, we'll kind of take the headlines. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, but Matt O'Reilly looks like another fantastic signing. Um, and I think it's worth uh, giving Jack Amakis his props because 
early in the season, it was difficult to see how he'd fit into Celtic style. But really gutsy, kind of never see die performance from him up front. It was it was really uh, encouraging to watch. Yeah, it was it was um, he worked really hard. I think right, I agree with you about um, Riley. I think you could see he's a he's very much a kind of Tati and O'Reilly, what, three million? I mean, that seems, seems crazy. Yeah, he seems to have been covered a couple of... I mean, listen, he's next two games, which, again, are just as huge as, as last night's. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to put you in the spot again. And how do you see Dundee United and, of course, the big showdown against Rangers panning out? Celtic, but I think if they get a result now, it's 
Um, just to show that I'm, I'm not just putting you in the spot, Mike. I think they'll beat Dundee United, Celtic, and I think I think they will beat Rangers. I, I do agree with you in the sense that if it goes, if they don't, and if they if they lose, and it goes to seven points, obviously it's still not insurmountable. But I just think that would be too big a gap against this Rangers team going into February. They're quite disciplined Rangers, and I couldn't see a seven point swing. But I do think Celtic will win. I think they'll they'll win by a couple of goals. And I think it'll be a classic. I think it's got the makings of one of the all-time great old fun games. Right, absolutely. Mick, thanks very much for your time and uh, safe travels home. Liam, as I was saying to, to Mick there, that game at Tynecastle definitely has the feeling of a match that come May, Celtic fans could be looking back at and going, that's when the pendulum swung a little bit. That that Liam Boyce missed penalty. You know, that's what yeah. it itself. Because uh-huh, I think... Um... It was round about the boys' penalty, either a couple of minutes before or a couple of minutes after, is when Rangers went 1-0 up. Aye, that's so, in some alternate parallel universe, you know, that penalty hits the inside of the post and goes right into the opposite corner uh, and Hearts come away with a point and Rangers um, at the other side of the country come away with all three and it's, it's you know, suddenly the picture looks a bit different with... Um, just one game to go before the derby, so it's massive uh, potentially. Um, but I think it's it's just if you can isolate it, it's you know it's it's big for this Celtic team as, as a marker of their progress because I don't think you know Celtic fans will need no reminding of the last game at Tynecastle at the start of the season. Um, you know things were still a bit chaotic at that point. There was you know Odds and Edward was still playing that night, I believe, and you know you know the. <laughs> Full expectation was that he was going to be off in a few days. Uh, you know, Kyogo was just in the door, uh, almost literally just in the door, and they had to put him on the bench. Um, and it was a, you know, it was. I think watching that game, you know, most people would have thought, well, you know, Celtic, you've got a long way to go here. Um, this is a, this is a team that's got a long way to go. Um, you know, because I know, like, obviously, Hearts have been good this season, but that was, you know, getting beaten up. I know it's Hearts, but they're beating off a newly, newly promoted team. Right. Uh, so, you know, and, t- and I think it surprised everybody just how much they've progressed over the past few months. Um, but then to go to Tynecastle last night against a, you know, a Hearts team that are in great, great form. Um, I know it was you know, the result against Dockham Lake, they're expected to win there, but they looked, they were impressive, they played well, they have been playing well. Um, and to do it with, you know, a lot of, you know, no Callum McGregor, Aye. The team, you know, Kyogo, no, no injured, uh, Dyson Maida, Tom Rogic, you know, none of these guys. And uh, the likes of O'Reilly coming in, um, debut, um, looked very assured, looks a threat, looks a talented player. And, um, and obviously, Hatati, again, he looks like a superstar. And Jack Amakis now looks as if, you know, he's maybe starting to get a wee bit of momentum behind him. So, I think in terms of Celtic's um, 
you know, their their progress as a team. That was a really big marker last night for them, I think. Um in terms of the, the wider title race, um again I'm always hesitant to <laughs> when it's this tight, you're you're you know, sometimes you can only identify these turning points in hindsight. Uh, so, but I mean, it could be potentially because it was a big, a big result um, and a, a big night when Rangers, you know, Rangers scraped a, um, scraped through against Livingston and got there, got the goal they were looking for. So, I mean, it's just bubbling all along so nicely for this game coming up. Week. But obviously, I know they've still got another tough game before that. I don't want to get too ahead. <laughs> well, I think you make a great point when you make, <clears throat> excuse me, when you mention about O'Reilly. I got to the end of the game last night and I forgot about Callum McGregor. That's the biggest compliment I can I can pay him. Mm-hmm. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. As you say, it looked a constant threat, creating chances. But not only that, he's strength and he looked like a big boy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only 22, but he, he kind of, he looked like he'd, he'd been around the block. He looks like he can handle himself. Aye, aye. And then obviously, I know we've talked Hatati to death, but to get him and O'Reilly for three million, Mm-hmm. Mind is just, I don't know, it feels like daylight robbery, but I know it's early days, mm-hmm. but yeah. it definitely looks like brilliant bits of business. Yeah, I think it's that's the thing, isn't it? It's uh, having guys that can step in and do what's required, um, because I think that was, you know, where Celtic have been hamstrung at points this season. Um, you know, they, they were putting square pegs and round holes, they had key players missing at the worst portal times. Um, and now I think it is, it is such that, you know, the bench was maybe looking a wee bit, maybe threadbare last night. It was maybe getting back to that, but it's not, uh, what they're putting on the pitch at the moment is still is still coming up um, with what's required. Um, and as you say, you know, the boy O'Reilly, it was, we were talking last week, you know, we weren't going to kid on that, you know, any of us were experts on English League One and that we watched it all that regularly, but um, certainly, as you say, it's early days, but you know, it, was an, it was an impressive debut. Assured, you know, it's a hard game to come into um, when you're not, you know, particularly familiar with Scottish football. It's one of, I think, if you know, you're looking at games outside of, uh, you know, against Rangers, you know, you probably pinpoint like Hearts away, Aberdeen away, Hibs away, possibly as you know, the less than ideal games to come in and make your debut. Uh, or, you know, the flip side of that is it's, you know, you get in and you get right in amongst the thick of it straight away, you get a taste for what it's like. But he just he just looked assured. He didn't look, you know, phased by anything O'Reilly. And as you say, he looked talented. He's a physical specimen as well. Um so I there's just you know so many so many positives for for Celtic last night and I know it got a bit tense, a bit hairy towards the end of the second half. But uh, you know, you you go to these places you you do have to you do have to suffer for a wee bit if you're going to get a result. I actually think, uh, in a weird way, that the way that the game ended, Celtic kind of hanging on a bit and having to fight for every ball, uh, is good for Celtic psychologically because oh. you mentioned the game, it was on the 31st of July when they last went to Tynecastle on the opening day of the season. And not only did they look threadbare in terms of numbers, but mentally they looked quite weak, Celtic. They looked like a team in the first place. Yeah, it was a first time winner for Hearts back then, wasn't it? So, and you look back then, Scott Bain was in goals, B. Tom was at centre half, Sorrow was in midfield, and as you say, Edward was up front, and Edward didn't want to be there. Um, mm-hmm. so compare and contrast those, the two visits to Tyne Castle, and I think Celtic have come on immeasurably. I think it's yeah. much the fact. I mean, that'll be a, you know, kind of riding 
riding out games like that, seeing it out, um, you know, that be a, that does wonders for you know unity in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk an awful lot about, and rightly so, about you know what Celtic do with the ball um, and how they want to play. Um, but you know, it sounds cliched, but I think if you you know if you want to win titles and and trophies, you need you need to have that other side of it as well. And uh, the kind of less less glamorous side of it, you know, the less fun. Uh, certainly not fun for for fans to watch at times when you're you're clinging on to results like that. Uh, but it, in terms of dressing room unity, what it does for belief, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard something it's hard to quantify. You know, you can't you know you can't look at a stat on a page um, for coming through bits of that in games. But it's it it will do a lot in the dressing room, and especially you know it's 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 a collective effort at the moment very much from Celtic you know with the amount of guys who are going away obviously international duty guys getting out injured so everybody's contributing so it's got you, you've got to think that's a happy dressing room at the moment and there's, there's a fair bit of momentum behind it as well. Aye, definitely um, right, I think it's probably best for us to finish um, by looking ahead to the, the, the week coming I don't think we'll, we'll have done another podcast by the time the two games have came and gone so Dunn United with all due respect to them They've won one in six. They did win last night, a big win for them. But I think we're both agreed that Celtic at home will get past them. Um, oh, they're certainly heavy favourites. Uh, you know, it's, like you say, Dundee United that they picked up a win last night, but not been in the best of not been in the best of form. So obviously, it's one you'd expect Celtic to win. Um, but it's just it's one of those that you know that again it's the, it comes down to like professionalism and. Uh, you know, just seeing it through to, to next to next week against Rangers because you know it would be such a. I was just talking about momentum there, so it would be such a momentum killer uh, to have come away with a result at Tynecastle and then you know now now at home to Dundee United or something. You know, so it's a different. Um, it'll be a different test mm-hmm. um, for you know these guys that are coming into the team. Uh, you know, I can't see. Dundee United coming to Celtic Park and being expansive in any way. Um, and Dan Courts is, you know, he's shown um, that he's he can line up a team to get a result. Um, if I recall, they were very unlucky, I think, earlier on in the season. Dundee United, um, when they went to Ibrox. Uh, oh, you're right, eh? right. Uh, they, you know, they played well on the day. Uh, and so he's Dan Coates has certainly shown that he can set up a, um, a team to try and to grind out a result. Uh, yeah, it took a, it was a penalty that Rangers got that day, wasn't it? If I it, remember yeah. correctly, uh, back in December, just before Christmas. Uh, so, aye, it's a different type of challenge to Tynecastle, um, but one that you'd probably expect the form that they're in, um, Celtic to rise to. And just finally, the big one, second of February next Wednesday. I think it's got the makings of one of the best games we've seen in years. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it, um, but I just think the way Celtic are playing, the fact Rangers are still quite a disciplined team with players that could hurt Celtic as well. They've obviously signed Ahmed Diallo now, mm-hmm. Rangers. Um, I, I think this is going to be an absolute cracker. Well, we certainly hope so. Um, it's been a long time since we've had one of these games, you know, under the floodlights. Celtic Park always adds an extra bit of uh, a wee bit extra to the atmosphere, um, and as you say, I it's uh, um, it's massive in terms of the title race. But you know, just as an individual game, it's fascinating. Um, 
you know, Celtic are, are really established themselves as an, an attacking force. Um, in Rangers under Van Bronckhorst, there's, you know, there's a, there seems to be, I think you used the word there, there's an efficiency to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they didn't play well at Pataudry, um the other week there. Uh, but, you know, kind of up until now, they've, you know, they've been winning games comf- comfortably before, before Christmas. I know they, you know, they took a while at the breakdown Livingston. Um, but there, there is that they don't give much away. Um, they're good at controlling games under Van Bronckhorst. They've obviously, style's changed a bit. Um, and obviously Steven Gerrard and his coaching team did tend to get the better of these games um, in the past couple of years. So obviously there's a fun Bronckhorst. It's not his first taste of the fixture, but it's his first as a manager. Um, and Celtic will want to will want to make up for um, for losing at Ibrox earlier on in the season. They'll they'll feel that this is their this is their time to go and make a statement. I think um, they are the side with a bit more momentum behind them. Um, just in terms of you know that result last night at Tynecastle, and in, in terms of the way they've been playing as well, um, you know there's a real feel good factor up just for the entire month. I think it started at the, the beginning, bringing in those the three players from Japan, Hatate, uh, Eriguchi, and Maida, um, and it's just kind of continued on from there. So obviously, you know Celtic fans will be hoping that this is where it. Is where it culminates um, because they'll, they feel that they're going to feel that due a win in this fixture. You know, it's time for. They haven't, haven't beat Rangers in over two years, which is well, nice. exactly. Um, was it the, the League Cup final? Right. That was the last time, and that feels that feels like a, a lifetime ago. Uh, and well, so I mean, you know, it's it's no point we sitting here and try to talk about how big these games are. You know, everybody knows how, how everybody knows how much it means. Um, and just in terms of an individual game, I think it will be fascinating. You've got guys coming into it for the first time. Uh, Van Bronckhorst against Ange Postecoglou for the first time, and the fact that it's so tight at the top of the league as well. Um, it's just not as you say. It's got all the all the makings of a classic. So we've, uh, we'll probably be a nil nil. <laughs> I know I've seen all this. I don't know, probably a better result for Rangers that right enough. So yeah, I know. we'll see what happens. Matt O'Reilly saying last night that he thought um, Tynecastle was crazy and it was a cauldron. He's got this round of corner. I think he'll see all. You know, I'm, sure be, I'm sure he'll be well prepared for it. He'll be. Um, he'll have been well warned about what's yeah. to come. Uh, but these these guys, they'll it's you know they'll take it in their stride. It'll be a you know. As you say, it's all it'll be all Celtic fans, um, so it'll not be quite as hostile mm-hmm. um, as what they experienced at, at Tynecastle. Um, so you get the impression that you know, there's certainly guys like Hatati. You know, you feel like he's he's made for these fixtures. He's you know, he's perpetual motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants he wants to play positively. He wants to play forward. Um, he wants to make things happen. And he's just he's one of those guys that you can't really you can really see like him being phased. By this, to be honest, I think he's uh, he's got the makings of a key man uh, over the ninety minutes, and you know, it's, as I said, just so much to look forward to. I know it can't come quick enough. Um, Liam, it's been a pleasure as always. Oh, always, mate. Thank you. I should say just before we go with it, for anyone listening, you can find us obviously uh, on Facebook and at uh, Record Under Slash Sport on Twitter and at Daily Record Under Slash Sport on Instagram. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening.